and welcome to the All Access Book Club. This is Hannah, the current only member of this book club. <laughs> uh, hopefully one day there will be more. Please come and join me. I would love to hear from you. So today I will be discussing Dear Amy by Helen Callahan, and I listened to this as an audiobook. It was read by Helen Baxendale, who played Emily in Friends, and I believe she was also in Cold Feet, but I haven't actually seen that. And John Saxville and Laura Aikman. So why did I pick this book? Really quite simply, it popped up on my Audible recommendations list, and I really like the synopsis. It's a modern day mystery, Missing Persons, which is especially one of my favourites. I seem to always pick these types of books and this one easily fell straight into my radar. Um, I wanted something quite simple, not too fussy, something that I really enjoyed, something quite comforting. I know Murder Mysteries doesn't sound comforting, but because it's a genre that I am really used to, it was just like settling in at home. So I have a brief synopsis that I've written myself, not the one from the book, just my own version. So, Margot is a teacher whose student Katie goes missing. She also writes the Agony Ant columns Dear Amy for the local paper, but she starts to receive letters from a missing girl called Bethan Avery, who disappeared 20 years ago. Is Bethan alive and can Katie be saved? Very simple very much just put in my own words. <laughs> so I always try and pick out themes. I don't know why I do this to myself because I'm absolutely rubbish at doing it. So if you have any tips on how to do it or you think I should just stop and put myself out of my misery, please do let me know. So the themes I picked out were abduction and cold cases and how they're handled, particularly in this book, Katie's 16 and the police have a really hard time trying to distinguish between whether she could have run away or whether she has been abducted and how that affects their search. The other thing I picked out was mental health, particularly psychotic episodes and the distinction between fact and fiction. That is it. That is all I could pick out. I'm sure there's other things in there that you guys probably found so if you did, please do let me know. <laughs> I've also added a couple of extra questions since the last episode. The first is, what did you like best about the book? I really liked and enjoyed the major twist in the book. I will not be giving that away just to let you know. So don't panic and just turn off now and go, oh, I don't want to know. I'm not going to say it. But it wasn't what I thought it might be. So that really made me happy. I hate finding out it is exactly what I thought it was halfway through the book. That really annoys me. I'm like, ah, I should have stopped halfway through. But this one, the twist, was really, really good. I think Callahan had really thought the aspects and the twist of the story through thoroughly, making it quite a gripping read without it being outlandish. Everything went together really well. I didn't at any point think, eh, that's not really possible. She made it seem like it was possible. So that was great. As an opposite side of things, I have asked, what did you like least about the book? Although I really liked the book, I actually didn't like the main character. 
She was brave to a point, but she was also really frustrating. There was a moment where the obvious thing for her to do was to call an ambulance. Again, not giving away what happened. But she called anyone but 999. And I was yelling at my car radio on the way to work. Oh, you idiot, please just call an ambulance for God's sake. I just found her a bit reliant on people. She was reliant on her ex-husband, Eddie, her friend Lily. She was quite reliant on what she thought. Later, she became quite reliant on Martin. I just wanted her to be a little more independent. That's not to say that she wasn't written well. She really was. It was just that, for me, I, I just... I don't think I'd wanted to be her mate. I think I would have just got really frustrated with her, like, oh, come on, have a bit more backbone. But in the end, she really does come good. Not saying anything, just putting it out there. How did it make you feel? Did you have bits that you really liked or were there bits that you really didn't like? Come and tell me. I'm going to keep offering these questions out there. A question that I had in the first episode was, how did it make you feel? So overall... I was excited. I wanted to desperately know what was going to happen next, which is a great sign. And I hoped they would all be all right, which is totally me. When I'm listening to a book, I think, please, 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 can everyone just be okay and live happily ever after? I do this with films. I do this with TV programs. I just want everyone to just be happy. I'm a bit of a sup for that. Also, I felt comfortable as it's one of my favourite genres, as I said before. So I enjoyed seeing how this one played out. So yeah, it was really good for me. I thought it was written well. The characters were not one-dimensional, all had good and bad sides. As I said, Margot, I found a little bit wussy, which is great because usually I'm like, oh yeah, go on girl characters, go on strong. But she was a little bit wussy and I was like, you know what, there's people like that in life. There you go. The writing was realistic. It provoked lots of feelings for me. Annoyance at Nasty Eddie and a bit of lust for Martin, I have to say. She fancied him a bit and I was like, yeah, I would. Not that I could see him in my head. Though, later when I'm casting, you'll see who I picked. The story flowed really well. There were great descriptions and scenes were set well, but without hindering the story, which is another bugbear of mine. I hate overly descriptive books which really drag on the story I've had stories where I'm sitting there going I get it she's in a coffee shop this one didn't do that she was in a coffee shop she had a coffee all good I knew what I knew how it was all going to turn out I wanted to say because I listened to it as an audiobook how well I thought it was read so Helen Baxendale read the majority of the book she read it really well but it was a bit hard for the first 10 minutes is the only problem with audiobooks i'm a huge advocate for them i love them i listen to hundreds of them but every so often you get a reader who just slightly puts you off she did for the first 10 minutes because all i could hear was emily from friends but once i was over that i was well into it the other two read really well i can't fault them all the narration was great that's all I can say about that. The characterizations they did were, were really good. So, my favourite bit, casting the film. Though, actually, I'm not sure whether I would actually do a film in this case or whether I would do one of those lovely BBC dramas. 
Has anyone watched Killing Eve? Love it. Fantastic. Brilliant. I'd like something like that. So for the main character of Margot, I've got Gemma Arterton. I think that's how you say it. Arterton? 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 I don't know. I think she is a great actress. She fits the profile of Margot. I've seen her as a teacher in things and she's really warm. She's got this really lovely warm quality about her. And I think it would really suit that character. Eddie, he's supposed to be very well turned down, looks handsome in a suit. And I think Sam Claflin would be really good. He's been in quite a few things. What was the last thing I saw him in? Me Before You. Really good. He looked good in a suit in that. And he was a great actor. Martin. So I did say that he seemed like he would be quite attractive. And also, I got this feeling that he was just slightly older than Margot. So I've picked David Tennant because I have such a big crush on him. So if there's going to be a character that's just like touch older I'm not saying he's old he's not old at all but I, I reckon he's probably like a little just a tiny bit older than Gemma Arterton don't quote me on that but I think he is great he was great as a doctor he was brilliant in Broadchurch I've seen him in a few other things as well recently and I, I thought he was really really good so I would pick him plus also I don't know why I really think he's lovely and then for her best friend, Lily. Lily's supposed to be Scottish, so I've picked a beautiful redhead, Karen Gillian. She also has a lovely Scottish accent, and she was also in Doctor Who. So as you can probably guess, I'm actually a bit of a Doctor Who fan as well. So they're my choices for the film. I want my BBC drama with all of those in. Compared with other books... I was also reading Reservoir 13 when I started Dear Amy. Both are missing persons. I don't know if it was a good thing to start them both at the same time. Because, yeah, they've got the same sort of storyline. I should be varying myself a bit. But I thought they might be nice to compare. Turns out they're so different. Completely different. You'll find the review of Reservoir 13 on my blog. But it's not your classic murder mystery or missing persons. That one is more based in the community. It's, it's really hard to describe. It's the missing person is an undercurrent under the story. Whereas with this, it is the main focus. It is your classic mystery book and missing persons book. I, I enjoyed both of them thoroughly, but both are completely different. Helen Callahan does have other books out. So Dear Amy came out in 2016 and she has released Lies this year. That is going straight on my TBR list, hashtag TBR to be read list. So I will definitely be picking that up or potentially getting it on as an audio book. That would be great. I would definitely recommend this book, particularly if this is the genre that you really like. This is something that you're really into. I think this author could follow on in the footsteps of someone like Ruth Ware, who is relatively, relatively new. She's just brought out her fourth book, and that is on my to-be-read list. And I think Helen Callahan could follow in the same footsteps. You can buy this book on Amazon and other stores like Waterstones, WH Smiths. I'm sure it's in lots of places, but... Paperback on Amazon is 
5.72, I think. Audible has it as well, and I reckon it will be on um, other audiobook buying places. I just use Audible. I, 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 I'm terrible. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not in cahoots with Audible. I'm not big enough for that yet. Yet. You can find the links to them on my blog. So thank you very much for listening today. If you have read this book, please come and chat to me about it in the comments section of the blog, or you can find me on Instagram at the All Access Book Club, just one word. If you haven't read the book, I would recommend going to grab a copy or listening to it. It is fantastic. So thank you very much for listening and have a great day.